At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Live Bet Sunday. Happy to be with you. That's the South Point Sportsbook. That's my right arm right there. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Dustin Sweetelson with us at Circa. He's here for Ben Wilson, who did a phenomenal job filling in for JVT this morning. Danny Burke in Chicago, as he always is. All right, guys. Let's go to Denver, because this game's about to start. Broncos, three-point favorites against the Raiders. Dustin, I know you have a whole cavalcade of plays in this one. And the Raiders and the Broncos. You know, it's interesting, right? Because two teams with two coaches that nobody trusts at the moment for various reasons. And in fact, in Denver, they're going to hand over the play calling duties to Clint Kubiak. He will take over for Nathaniel Hackett. And based on what we heard during the week out of our friends at altitude in Denver is Hackett and Wilson, not on the same page, but also Wilson's not on the same page as anyone he throws the ball to making up audibles at the line that nobody knows what the code words mean. So to me, when I look at this game, I think that Denver is just such a mess. I think Nathaniel Hackett was never the guy. Remember he was brought in because the thought was that Aaron Rodgers could become available and he has a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't hired because people thought he was the next great offensive mind to turn a situation around. He gets the job. They're not able to lure Rodgers away from Green Bay. Then they settle for Russell Wilson, who we're, tur- we're finding out now that Russ cooking is food poisoning. And the reason that they had success in Seattle was not because of him throwing the ball. It was because of their defense and their run game. To me, the Raiders, from what we saw last week, the emotions of Derek Carr, the words coming out of the mouth of everyone there, Devontae Adams holding people accountable in his press conference, I think they come out. You will not see the Raiders look as bad as they've looked the last couple of weeks. I like them in the first half. I like them catching the points in the first half, and I like them for the game plus two and a half. I'm all over the Raiders in this one because of the lesser of two evils. I think Nathaniel Hackett is a hack at head coach, and he will be the next coach fired in the NFL. I don't disagree with that last part either. Also, real quick, uh, Danny, the Jets just ran their most successful play at a quarter. It was a defensive holding on yep. third and 18. So uh, the Jets still have it with a minute 20 to go. Uh, somehow, some way, if they get in Zerline range and find a way to win this, this will be as idiotic of a win as you could play up. I would almost play for overtime at this point, how bad this has been. <laughs> three to three uh, with the Jets and the Patriots. A uh, minute nine to go. The Jets are currently a minus 130 favorite. Um, we'll have a third down and one coming with a minute to go 
at their own 34-yard line. Uh, um, let's go to uh, let's go to you, Danny, real quick. You have Denver in this game, right? Yeah, so uh, kind of to be on the other side as Dustin here, I'll, I'll try to keep it somewhat short. But the reason that I think Denver has the advantages aside from the Raiders being an absolute mess with their coaching staff and their quarterback, it's their defense. They rank dead last in DVOA defense. Opponents are getting six yards per play, which is 30th. They're allowing opponents to score a touchdown in the red zone 71.5% of the time, which is dead last. Conversely, you actually have a very respectable defense in Denver that's limiting opponents to 4.6 yards per play, which is first. They're first in limiting opponents to their yards per completion at eight and then also red zone defense their number one too and I do like they're handing the plays off and I don't like back uh, backing this Denver team whatsoever but they still somehow actually have something to play for here the Raiders are a complete mess I like also that the Broncos already lost to the Raiders are at home here and in that game despite losing Wilson at his highest passer rating of the season that's an indictment of how terrible this Broncos season has been that's also an, an indictment of how bad Las Vegas is and how much worse I think they are than an already terrible Broncos team. So I laid minus a buck 40 on the money line with them earlier this week. So I am unfortunately, hopefully turns into fortunately with Broncos country. So let's ride, baby. Mm. I had to say it, Dustin. (laughs) I had to say it. I mean, look, there's nothing pretty on either side of this bet. You do have to like use a lot of words to talk yourself into either side. Like <laughs> no one wants to watch this game. The fact that it's one of the three late games we're getting in this window is a bit of a joke in the NFL. Like maybe they just think it's going to be one of those beautiful disasters. We sometimes get, I, I, I totally get your handicap. I'm going from a completely different side of this where I just, I've seen more out of the Raiders offense. And maybe that's just because the Ra- the Raiders defense stinks, right? There's more opportunities to score. I just don't know if the Raiders get up there and start scoring into the low twenties somehow. Can Russell Wilson score the low twenties at this point? Like I've seen nothing from that offense that instills any confidence in Foxborough, the jets on third and one throw a pass and it loses two yards. So that worked well. Uh, So uh, 26 seconds guys, 1906, you know what 1906 is? Go ahead. 1906 is the year that the forward pass was invented. Going backwards today, world, baby. Since 1906, since the forward pass was invented, can you have a game where no one scores a touchdown? Well, New England just got a big punt return, and you just, uh, New England just won the game on a punt return by Jack Jones. That's stop. Oh, thank God. New we England. don't want over. No, oh, that, that's going to blow Money the cover as game. well. Uh, and, oh, actually, that wasn't Jack Let's Jones. Go. I don't know who that was. Uh, oh, my God. But, uh. The it Patriots, was a Jones. It was a Jones. The Patriots are going to cover 9-3 with five seconds left, and New England is going to sweep the Jets wow. and move to third place. I absolutely hate your team, Jeff. I, I, I hate them too right now. That, that was, was the awful. worst thing I've ever that seen. The, can't can't the defense was going to break at some point, and it had to be like that. That was the only thing you can't have there. Unfreaking believable. Only thing. Zach uh, Wilson 0-4. Against the Patriots now in his life. By the way, that is by, by the way, the over brutal. nine and a half cashes somehow. Uh, but the Patriots are going to win, <laughs> barring an unbelievable mess at the end, which won't happen. But uh, uh, the Patriots, Let, will Jeff, move. Let, let's have a let's have a conversation about your Jets. Let's have a very real conversation the, about uh, your Jets. I, I can be ve- I can be very I can be very succinct here. They needed to win this game today in order for the path to really open up. Now that path narrows. If you're going to sneak into the playoffs, you now have to be perfect against Chicago, a team that they're probably better than, but who knows? The um, the Jaguars, who coin flip game, analytics love the Jags, and Detroit, who just thumped your Giants. So you're looking at having to win those three and then having to steal one of those road games against the Vikings, the Bills, the Seahawks, and the Dolphins. Basically, also Those what, are this, tough road games. what this also did also is got New England squarely back in the mix. So, totally. No, this is a massive loss. Today. Disaster today. Well, look, situationally, the, the Dolphins are on a bye this week. So, had the Jets won, they were in first place because they own the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. Like, remember that they beat the Dolphins 40 to 17 in week five. So they would have been in first yeah, place had they place. somehow find a way, found a way yep. to win this game. And b- by the way, historically, 
The last time the Jets were in first place in the AFC East in week 10 or later was weeks 10 to 12 of 2010, and they have not won the East since. Do you know what year? Pennington, they beat Favre 03. 2002, the last 2002, time they won the East. Sorry, excuse me. That game was in 2003, 2002 yeah, yeah, season. Yeah. Yes. That's 20 years ago. Yeah. They weren't winning the division anyway to begin with, Dustin, because I think Miami's the best team in that division personally. But that's a oh, different argument are. for I, a different I got day. down on them every which way. But, but that's throughout just the season. for a, and also for a special teams unit that's been good this year. Just a, a mess on that. Uh, that's going to be not somehow that we haven't kicked off. Why haven't they kicked off yet? New England take a timeout. Yeah, I guess they did. That's going to end either ten three or. What would be really comical is if we got a pitchy, pitchy woo and somehow got this game to 20, which would have been an abomination also. Um, Ravens punting, Carolina nearly muffing, Danny Special. Why is that, that game still happening? I don't know. We just need to avoid a Baker Mayfield pick six. Make that game end. Let's uh, go to uh, let's go to these late games here, guys, because uh, unless if there's a miracle in Foxborough, th- that game is over as well. Dallas and Minnesota, the game of the day, Vikings up to two-point underdogs now, total 49. Dustin, I know you're invested in this one as well. Yeah, I'm invested in everything. It doesn't mean I'm successful today. (laughs) I'm having a brutal day. However, sometimes you have to look at the lines and you have to let Vegas tell you what the situation is. And the situation is, if you look at all the metrics on Kirk Cousins, he is having a terrible season by his own standards. And I'm actually a Kirk Cousins apologist but he's not having a good year. The team is winning in spite of him. And this line is telling you, despite Dallas on the road last week, going on the road against, against this week, the bookmakers believe Dallas is the better team. And sometimes when you look at the lines, it's not about who you think is going to win. It's the situation and the point spread. And the fact that they're laying the points, I'm going to lay the one and a half, take the Cowboys to beat the Vikings on the road, simply because the emotional letdown coming off that win in Buffalo that they should not have won. I love betting against teams that come off emotional wins. Give me Dallas today. I hate myself for saying it, especially because Ezekiel Elliott's back, and I think he hurts that offense. But I'm going to back Dallas laying the points on the road. Danny, anything here? I've got nothing here. The only thing I would have done is tease up Minnesota. You still remember this team last season in every game they lost, they covered whatever teaser would have been within a touchdown basically. And I know that they flipped course this season and they seemingly win every close game. So that's why I see them as the home underdog here. And I would tease them up. It's kind of the sell high buy low spot. Dallas blowing that lead Minneapolis winning in a miraculous fashion. We know what's happened in the past when they've done that. Not that it's the same team, of course, but uh, I feel like Dallas is probably going to run all over Minnesota and have a lead in this game. And Kirk and offensive side of the ball can do enough to keep it within that teaser leg. So that's why I would probably do that just for the security. I have no bets like in a regular fashion, Minnesota and teaser seems good. This is one of those where I kind of just throw my hands up and say, look, I got a coach I don't like on, on Dallas's side. You have a team that has had the golden horseshoe in their in their pocket or a different area this whole season. Something's got to give at some point. So I don't know which side's going to give today with this one. I just expect this game to be tight. So that's why I like Minnesota in a teaser. That's the only thing I really like uh, on that game. Uh, when we get back, we got one more late game to preview. And we'll also see if uh, Cleveland can get in the back door and can Carolina hold the cover. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. All eyes are on the World Cup, and now is the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We have in-depth analysis from Nigel Seeley on all eight groups. VSEN's team of experts provide their picks, predictions, for every group, the Golden Boot Award as well. And if you're new to World Cup soccer betting, don't worry, Josh Applebaum breaks down everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Want more World Cup betting insight? Check out our World Cup betting preview show, VEASAN Live on YouTube. Subscribe there to check that out. Happy to be with you. I bet Sunday. I'm still trying to contemplate whatever the hell just happened to my Jets. Patriots win it 10 to 3 in a game that featured no touchdowns until there were five seconds left. And a punt return to win the game and walk it off caused Danny and I to lose in just brutal fashion on our three and a half tickets. Um, that was a, a touchdown by Marcus Johnson. Or Marcus Jones, I should say, on the punt return. Danny, um, looking at this other late game, as we'll get off of that, Bengals and Steelers, this was one game I really have no idea what to do with because the first matchup between these teams had about 18 different anomalies in that game. McPherson has a kick blocked on a PAT. McPherson misses a chippy field goal. Burrow turns it over five times. A defensive touchdown for Pittsburgh. And all that came in Pittsburgh still only won the game by three. But you have Cincinnati here. No Jamar Chase still with the hip injury. This has been all Pittsburgh action all the way through. Bengals down to three and a half, total 39 and a half. One of those where if you just, if you didn't take Pittsburgh at this point, there's no point in getting in. Yeah, Jeff, to me, I, I mean, since he getting revenge off that game earlier in the year would make it attractive to go toward the Bengals, but no Jamar Chase doesn't, and going against Mike Tomlin as a home underdog doesn't necessarily make it attractive. So for me, I, I think the best approach would be an in-game spot because since he does not tend to make it easy on themselves in division games. And we saw that they absolutely did not make it easy on themselves against Pittsburgh, even though they were in position to win that game. My goodness, like we're suffering this bad beat from the Jets, but now you're giving me PTSD thinking about that first matchup at the very beginning of the year when I was sweating out since I think on a teaser or whatever the heck it was in that game. But wow, I mean, I'm still just, yeah, I can't even get over that Jets game, Jeff. That might've been the worst beat of the season, uh, but it, it's still into this game. Yeah, I think if you get the Bengals under a field goal at some point, which I imagine you do, if you get an appropriate price on the money line with Cincinnati, that's what I'm going to be looking to capitalize on because they are the better team, even though they're missing Jamar Chase. There's no excuse not to win these games, even though you're missing your top receiver. You still have a plethora of weapons present. Get Joe Mixon involved in the passing game. Get all your other top receivers involved and just limit the Steelers' offense that can be okay from time to time, right? Pickett's been able to move the ball, but he's also been very vulnerable to turning the ball over. So since he's got a solid defense, I think they'll come out right in this game and win it, but... Again, I just don't think right now laying over the key number three is necessarily worth it. Have some patience. You'll get a better spot with them. Dustin, uh, the floor is yours here. I know you have a few on this one. Yeah, I have two bets on this game. I mean, I don't love one of them. I really like one. One is a prop. That's the one that I love. So with the Bengals, uh, the story on the other side for the Steelers is that 
they're going to be applying pressure. T.J. Watt is back. They have Highsmith who stepped up when Watt is out. So they'll be getting pressure on Burrow. So the thought is maybe Burrow won't be that great. But when you look at the next-gen stats, Burrow leads the NFL with eight passing touchdowns when under pressure in 2022. He also leads all NFL passers in passer rating under pressure in 2022. And he has the he's third in completion percentage at 62.3 when under pressure. On the other side, I don't believe if the Bengals offense gets into a flow, the Steelers can keep pace. Kenny Pickett has looked nice. He's been an upgrade over Mitchell Trubisky, but he's two and three as a starter. 13.2 points per game, and that's the fewest points per game by any quarterback starting in the NFL right now. He ranks last in touchdown to interception ratio. He has not thrown multiple passing TDs in any game, has not had a 90-plus passer rating in any game, has averaged fewer than seven yards a pass in each of his five starts. And here's the key. If the Bengals can turn him over. Pittsburgh's 2-0 in games where Pickett doesn't turn the ball over. 0-4 when Kenny Pickett has at least one giveaway. That is the key to the game. Can the Bengals turn the ball over? If they do, they will win. I laid the three. Obviously, I bought the hook. Not advisable to do it always, but in this situation, I am. It's a divisional game. Hoping it doesn't come down to the field goal because I do think the Bengals have an opportunity here to run away with it. And it, related to that, Joe Burrow, I laid $1.50. Not a super great number. I couldn't find an alternate in passing touchdowns, but over one and a half passing touchdowns. That feels like a gimme at this point. What, what was the number on that, Dustin? I like it. I laid a dollar fifty for over that's, one and a half. It's pretty good. I would have expected that to be closer to minus one seventy-five, minus one eighty. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Actually, I might might put that one in over the next uh, next four minutes before that game gets going uh, on that one. Uh, all right, all these games are final early. Uh, Danny, going to you in the non-New England Jets division. Uh, the biggest takeaway that I had from this early slate, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles coming from behind, scoring 14 fourth quarter points to beat the Colts 17-16. I look, it looked like it could have been a, a five-alarm fire there for the Eagles very quickly, uh, but Danny able to find a way. Jalen Hurts untouched in that final touchdown, and Philadelphia, even though they don't come close to covering, find a way and get it done on the road to move to 9-1. and one. Yeah, and look, even though it was played in such an ugly fashion on the side of Philadelphia, we still have to take a step back and realize how hard it is to win in the NFL, and especially at a consistent rate. Like, Philadelphia losing to the Commanders is honestly kind of an inexcusable loss, and they were on the bad end of receiving terrible calls from the referees, but they also screwed themselves from their own mishaps, and this is sort of what happened at the beginning stages of this game against this, uh, against the Colts, but I wouldn't be panicking. If anything, you'd rather have this happen to Philly now than, of course, later in the season than, of course, in the postseason because they've been playing so comfortably and everything's been going their way and they've virtually been on cruise control that they've needed this spark. They've needed to deal with these pressure situations. And, okay, you finally got the one loss. Now you can get that off your back and feel like every game is a Super Bowl because you got to win it to keep the undefeated streak going. All right, you played from behind in a game where you know you should have been a lot better. You've overcame that adversity, too. So I think going forward, the Eagles are going to get back into motion that we saw before these past two spots, and they'll be completely fine. But, Jeff, uh, in, in terms of these early games and, of course, beside the game that should never be mentioned again in our lifetime, I think the Giants and Lions matchup is something worth note, too, because we've kind of been waiting for Dustin's Giants to crumble. And you really didn't think it was going to happen against the Lions. I certainly lean toward the G-men in this game. But I was also taken aback because I'm like, all right, why are the Lions getting some love here? I thought their win against the Bears wasn't a telltale of what was to come against the Giants. And this is a spot where if the Giants were actually a legit team, you, of course, have to win this game. And, you know, losing by 13 nonetheless and giving up 31 points to the Lions, like, my goodness, you, you just can't have that happen. And I think that brings up a truer discussion of the Giants. Whatever they are offensively is whatever they are, but their defense is really bad. I mean, statistically speaking, they are one of the worst. I think they were giving up the most yards per rush attempt heading into this game. And the only reason I didn't bet the over is because it was going to be such a windy effort. And I can't recall exactly what it closed at, um, but, you know, obviously you ended up getting there. It's just this Giants team going forward. Yeah, they may still sneak into the postseason, but there's no way they're going to be able to compete with a top dog at this point of the season.
Well, again, Dustin declared the season over earlier in the show, so uh, I get it. <laughs> so that's <laughs> no, over. it's over. It's completely over. Well, you know, you know the one I thing. I mean, when when Detroit comes to town and drops thirty-one, <laughs> you already know that the Giants can't keep it's pace true. with that. Their highest output of the season is twenty-seven. Like, think about that. They, they've been on this run. They're seven and three, and their highest offensive output was twenty-seven points. That just goes to show you how much of an anomaly this season has been for the G-Men. Yep. And as we mentioned earlier, at Dallas on a short week on Thanksgiving, versus Washington, versus Philly, versus Washington again, at Minnesota, against Indy, and then at Philly to close it out. Tell me, do they win two more games? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's brutal. Yes. They, they'll, they'll split with Washington. We have no idea what Indianapolis is going to look like in Week 17. Right. No clue. That could think we could be back to Ellinger again for all we know in week 17 with <laughs> Indianapolis. Um, hey, look, I, losing that game, and, and Dustin, this is always the worry, was you have those two games, Houston and, and Detroit, out of the bye. It's like, all right, you have to win those two games because you, you, if you go to Dallas on Thanksgiving and pummeled, it doesn't matter if you sweep those teams you're supposed to. Now – Look, it's kind of the Jets and the Giants kind of have the same thing with the way their schedules break. And it's funny because at the beginning of the year, it was the Jets' late season schedule will would be, be able to propel them over to five and a half. Same sort of thing maybe with the Giants with all those divisional games. These late season schedules for the two New York darlings, all of a sudden, with these results today, those runways get significantly more narrow to shock people and get into the postseason. We're underway in Minnesota. We're underway in Pittsburgh. Denver's in the end zone. How about that? 7-0 Broncos. We'll update you more when we get back live at Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsan.com to check out the current Betting Splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The Betting Splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can check it out today. Not just for today's action, but future events as well. Betting Splits. Another way VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out today, VEASAN.com. Happy to be with you live at Sunday. Uh, just to uh, torture myself f- further. Uh, by the way, I'm Jeff Parles. Dustin Sweetelson's here. Danny Burke's here. I just have to, I have to bring up something. What happened with that walk? Basically, walk off punt return for New England's win. And also, I get to bring down Dustin with this as well. Last time, a punt return has been returned for a touchdown in the last <laughs> 30 seconds of the fourth quarter since 2000. Dustin. You remember this fondly or not fondly at all. I remember this very, in a big way, Deshaun Jackson in 2010, capping what was a three touchdown comeback for the Eagles in the fourth quarter against the Giants. Matt Dodge lives in infamy still to this day. And Tom Coughlin still hasn't stopped screaming at him. Dustin. He was cut the next day. Yes, he was. Right, He was cut the next day, Matt Dodge. Yep. Yeah, yep. no, the miracle at the Meadowlands, not a miracle for me. I can tell you that. That was, uh, that's real. It, it was very reminiscent of that. It, it had the same feel. Um, yep. I that, just, did, that was, look, that would, that the punt was worse because Dodge yes. hit a line drive where as soon yes. as the ball got to Jackson, I remember we were all we'll remember watching like, oh, this is a problem because well, the ball got there way too quick. But I think quick. there was no time left. There was no time left before the ball got to Jackson. No, remember that this scenario. Remember that play started with 20 seconds. And because of the Did ball, it? yeah, that play started with a lot more time than people realize. Because remember, Jackson strutted for about 10 seconds along the sideline when he knew he was going to score. That's right. This one was just a classic outkick of the coverage. And before you know it, Jones is going the other way, 83 yards to win the game. And Probably Danny send us to our worst non-cover of the year. Let's face it, uh, at three and a half. Uh, by the way, in, it out of bounds in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins stripped by Michael Parsons, recovered by the Cowboys, and then the Cowboys do nothing with it, even with the great field position. So having to settle for a Brett Maher field goal, three to nothing. If Maher cashes this from twenty-seven yards out, 
uh, I'm going to assume that he makes this because my screen. Yep, there you go. Three nothing Dallas. Yep. Minus one eighty five money line. Three and a half Dallas favored by Danny. I look, it's one drive, but we're north of three. Do you dare hop in on Minnesota? North of three now in this game. Uh, nah, I, I honestly would say no. Again, the only way I would have gotten involved with Minnesota would be teasing him up. Otherwise I did lean Dallas being the right side in this game. And I know it kind of conflicts. Hence why I didn't end up getting involved in this spot. I mean, Kirk cousins will be fine. They're going to be looking to still pass the ball a lot. So maybe you would look for something going with a total over. Uh, I'm not seeing a number on my screen right now, Jeff. So I'm not sure exactly what it adjusted to. But again, Dallas is going to be moving the ball a lot with their run game because Minnesota's defense is just not that strong. And he knew that that was going to be an issue coming into this game. And knowing Minnesota going against a good team, they're probably going to be trailing late. and It's going to be garbage time points. So I think you'll get there in some capacity at the or rather toward the end of this game. And yeah, I don't foresee any problems with Dallas offensively unless Dak Prescott just is awful like he was in a couple instances last week against Green Bay. I wouldn't freak out if I had, if I were on the Vikings. I just don't think that they are the right side in this game originally. And it's kind of just bad luck with Kirk with that first play. But that's what happens to Kirk sometimes. And I'm typically a big advocate for him. But, yeah, I just I, I don't think it's really worth it right now, Jeff. I'd probably wait because you're going to get something else happen soon enough. My plus 135 money line, 47 and a half. The total down a point. You can't really do much on that yeah. total. Uh, Dustin, let's go to uh, Denver here. Broncos, uh, it looked like we were about to have a massive number on Kendall Hinton cash for the first <laughs> touchdown, but that was overturned. Latavius Murray uh, put uh, punched it in from a yard out. 7 nothing Denver, but the Raiders are on the move. Already in Bronco territory, 3.5 to go. First quarter, Raiders 5.5 live underdogs. Total up two points from preflop at 43.5. Yeah, I'm on the Raiders in the first half. I'm on the Raiders for the game, catching 2.5, bought the hook to 3. Uh, obviously there, but Josh McDaniels, we know there's a lot on the line for both of these head coaches, but Josh McDaniels is 7-24 and ever since he started 6-0 and in his first six games as Broncos head coach way back when. Like, this guy is just so hard to trust. I really had to talk myself into it this week just because if, if it's not this week, it's never going to happen to back the Raiders. I felt like coming off an emotional loss, the way Derek Hart talked, that I like them this week. But I'm starting to think that Josh McDaniels doesn't like Derek Carr, <laughs> doesn't believe in Derek Carr. And part of this is he wants to expose how limited Derek Carr is as a quarterback to the front office, to ownership, to Mark Davis, and allow him to get his own guy in there next year. And I think that's part of the problem is that Derek Carr just can't do what Josh McDaniels needs him to do. You know, this is just one of those. Remember, the only Denver game that has gone over this year, guys, because of these Denver games, all of them combined, even with the one over here in Vegas, the 32-23 game that went over, Denver games are collectively 110 points under the total so far this year, which is just insanity. Uh, but at least the, the Raiders are one team that has been able to move the ball uh, against them. And right now, moving it again, uh, I think that's a first down for Jacobs. So uh, another uh, move in the sixth there. And, the, and for whatever reason, the Broncos actually can move the ball on the Raiders. I think that has to do with the Raiders' defense being terrible more than anything. Uh, going to Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh punts on the opening drive. A weird play where Cincinnati touched it outside the end zone, had to go back and retrieve it in the end zone. But the Bengals are on the move. They have a third and six with nine and a half to go in the first quarter. Bengals six and a half point favorites. Total 39 and a half would be about a 50-yard field goal from here if they got no yards, Dustin. Yeah, you got uh, Joey B with a big third down here early, setting the tone. Cincinnati rocking the Siegfried and Roy's all white tiger unis. I love them. Just a great look by them. And I think we just got a timeout. Yes, yes, we did. So I hope they saw some, something in the defense with TJ Watt back, which by the way, TJ Watt changes the entire dynamics of the Steelers defense. They become a totally different uh, unit. However, as I pointed to, when we previewed this game, Joe Burrow's good under pressure. And I think it will take time but he will eventually get his against this defense. He will eventually put up points. Right. And my big thing is, can Pittsburgh keep pace? And I just don't think they can. Danny, any thoughts here early? Again, uh, 
six and a half, right? Make it five and a half. Well, back, keep toggling between five and a half and six and a half. Uh, juice, uh, obviously, on the five and a half to Cincinnati. Juice on the Pittsburgh six and a half here. Interesting. I'm just seeing, okay, yeah, now it moved. It was at three and a half for a second. Now it did jump up to the five and the hook. Uh, no, like That's I said, big. the only way I, yeah, it, it really was. And hey, the only way I would have gotten involved is if it would have been under the key number of three and yeah, just saw it jump up and now it's off the board. Obviously I'm a little bit behind here, but uh, that's the only way I'm going to look to get involved in Cincy. But if it does, I'm probably going to get involved pretty heavily because since he is the better team, I just want the right number for them. This uh, fourth and one coming for Zach Taylor and company. Now to get a, they get only five on third and six and you're kicking. Okay. Well, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be yeah. one of those games uh, for, for Taylor. Okay. Well, look, McPherson's like, it's it, it, this. Th- it feels like it's officially cold everywhere. Go Why for are it you relying on kickers one. in the cold? Yeah, you go, go for, for it, it for on sure. fourth and one 45 from the left hash for McPherson. That kick is I mean, good. So on the board, Cincinnati is three, nothing up the, well, how about this? Betting markets go from six and a half to five and a half on Cincinnati after they kick the field goal. So 38 and a half. I don't like that decision at all. Go get the yard. Go that's get Zach the Taylor, yard. Baby. Come on. That's, that's the you have the superior offense, right? Make them try and play catch up with you. Exactly. Like, make them prove they can move the ball. Uh, you trust your defense if you don't get it. You have a good defense, and the Steelers' offense is crap. What are you doing? Trust your guys. Exactly. It, not no, a good. I, he's not a good head coach. Here, yeah. It's been proven. We're um, <laughs> we're we're unanimous here. <laughs> we're unanimous on that one. By the way, a timeout. Can you imagine and, what a good head coach would do with that roster? Like you just get even a halfway yeah. solid head coach, not even a good one. Well, that's but, the, the Dustin. Jim Caldwell could do more with that offense. Dustin, that's the weird <laughs> thing with this. Like. Yeah, you almost win the Super Bowl last year, but that run gave Zach Taylor an extra decade now yes, in Cincinnati. So <laughs> he's going to live off that forever, oh, and, and he's just a, he's a TJ Maxx Brandon Staley. Wow, throwing TJ Maxx under the bus. Wow. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Well, you know, you go to TJ Maxx, you get the stitchings a little off. Like, if you go get a stuffed animal, maybe one of the eyeballs is crooked. That's what Zach Taylor is. He's not quite... As sexy as Brandon Staley, but he he leaves you scratching your head all the time. Uh, we'll get to Brandon Staley and the Chargers later. They, of course, host the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. But there you go. 3 nothing Cincinnati. Five and a half live right now. Bengals favorite 38 and a half on the total. Uh, Minnesota's in field goal range. They'll have a big third and six coming with eight and a half to go in the first quarter. Trailing 3 nothing, And then at the end of one, Raiders trailing the Broncos 7 nothing. We're back with more next Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering soccer fans a chance to win big, really, really big, really big. I added that last one. The World Cup Bracket Challenge, free to play, and it's only at the King of Sportsbooks. Pick a perfect bracket, and you'll take home $250,000. Fall a little short. The player with the most correct picks for the tournament wins a top prize of 50 k Plus, you'll receive a $5 parlay free bet for every group stage winner you choose correctly. Go to BetMGM.com slash World Cup Bracket and make your free picks today in the World Cup Bracket Challenge. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. This offer not available in Nevada. And go see if it's uh, still around with the World Cup starting today. Uh, we have not mentioned any soccer. Ecuador 2, Cutter nil. It was worse than that. That's all I'll say. Happy to be with you live at Sunday. I'm Jeff Parles. Here at the South Point, Danny Burke in Chicago. Dustin Sweetelson in Circa, also in Las Vegas. Dustin, we'll start with you. Not going well for the hometown team here in Vegas. Raiders somehow end up in a third and 29, get a chunk of it back. Daniel Carlson, who hasn't missed in eons in the regular season. What does he do, Dustin? He pushes it right. 7 nothing Broncos, early second quarter. Yeah, that total dipped down now to 36 and a half live. I, uh, I'm i highly considering it just the way these two offenses have looked. And look, week in, week out, we see it with Denver. Uh, Las Vegas has been a little bit better offensively throughout the season, but Denver does not score a lot of points. They already have seven in this one. And the way the Raiders offense looks on the road, I do not feel good about my first half bet, obviously. And I definitely don't feel good about taking them catching two and a half. I bought the hook to three in the game. And it's kind of like it's do theory, right? Do theory works when, when you want it to work in your favor as, as a legitimate theory for, for games. But the Raiders have won the last five against the Broncos. Denver's last win versus Las Vegas was in 2019. So it feels like Denver is due to come away with one at some point. And the way Las Vegas has looked offensively, I just, oh man, it, this, is, this is a total debacle. Josh McDaniels just is not a head coach. Like he's not a leader of men. He clearly is someone who benefits from being that number two guy under Bill Belichick. He could be the nice guy coach. He can pull people aside and say, hey, Bill, Bill was hard on you. I, I, I know you don't like when he yells at you, but I got your back and help them mo- motivate them and come up with a good scheme. But he's just not a guy who can run an organization. And we're just seeing that every single week from the Raiders. Like the, they have a lot of pieces that should be doing well. Like, like what happened to Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro was a weapon in the slot a year ago, and I know he got hurt earlier in the year, but you don't even hear his name called anymore. Well, again, injuries really have befallen the Raiders. Waller on IR, Renfro also added IR as well. Um, they just, they just a mess. Uh, every, everything well, that that, makes sense. Then. Every, <laughs> everything that could go wrong has gone wrong for the Raiders. And again, more importantly, they're facing an offense that cannot move the ball, Danny Burke, and that offense is moving the football against them. Well, it came down to my original handicap. I mean, the Raiders had the worst team, according to DVOA metrics. They're terrible in the red zone, and they're terrible against the pass. And Russell Wilson had his highest passer rating of the season, which is embarrassing to say. But it came the first game against the Raiders in which they lost. And the fact that they lost and the fact that the Raiders have gotten worse and worse and worse as it's gone on and somehow the Broncos are, I guess, staying afloat, is if that's how you want to put it. That's why I just figured at least Denver and this Broncos offense could do enough to move the ball and give them an advantage. Now, there's still plenty of time in this game, and we know how awful this Denver team is. But the good news for them is now that they have this lead, their defense is one of the best in the NFL. Also, another part of handicapping on the side of Denver. And Derek Carr is terrible playing from behind this season. I was tweeted out earlier, like, both the Bears and Derek Carr don't have an ounce of a clutch gene in them. Like I was saying when you're like, hey, you want to take a flyer on the Bears? Like, no, they've had like five chances to come back from behind and tie it or win it, and they can't do it. Such is the same with Derek Carr. So uh, there's nothing really worth betting in that spot to me. I'm comfortably sitting on my Denver ticket, and 
And that's really only the only thing I want to sweat out in that game. I'm kind of just waiting for a better number for Dallas and Minnesota and a better number for Cincinnati throughout these uh, three games going on right now, Jeff. It's just one of these slates right now. By the way, a big pass play to Michael Gallup for Dallas to get them into Minnesota territory. Not many, not many great betting opportunities right now in these three games. Right now, I think the biggest thing that I would look at here is if Denver scores a touchdown on this drive and that total creeps back into the 40s again where Russell Wilson is firing up top, oh, that feeder, and that's a touchdown. No, out of bounds. No, he ain't going to do that. Unfortunate. That was actually a good throw by Russ. But uh, if that total creeps back into the 40s, I'll go under. I, I don't think the Raiders – I think the Raiders – will go into give-up mode, and Denver's offense is not good enough in order to get this game into the 40s. So that would be what I'd be looking at. Yeah, and to to Danny's point about the defense, like Denver's defense, we we, we spend a lot of time talking about Wilson and the offense, but like the defense absolutely keeps them in games. Coming into today, they're second in total defense, first in scoring defense, first against the pass, first in the red zone, and first in yards per play. Like, this is an all-time defense in Denver being wasted by a coach that can't manage them and a quarterback who can't make plays anymore through the air. Denver, this Denver team really is is a, uh, a work of art. Again, on pace to be the first team, the, the second team since 1950 to be the, the best scoring defense and the worst scoring offense International football. 1946. Excuse me, 1946. Thank you, Dustin. I, 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 so the Steelers. There you go. So I shortchanged it. I apologize. Uh, 1946 would be the first time that happened. And as I look up, Russell Wilson's missing a wide open Gorland Sutton. So there you go. Uh, seven nothing, but McManus. What a weirdo. Yeah, a little bit. McManus is coming on for a field goal here. Uh, be a 47. Uh, should have had that pass, though, by the way. That hit him right in the hand. Yeah, it. it those, those two haven't worked for whatever reason, no. even though uh, Sutton can still play. Uh, Matthew Wright, who is kicking for Pittsburgh again. Boswell still injured. Field goal good. Four and a half to go first quarter. And an uh, odd decision to kick the field goal by Cincinnati and Zach Taylor uh, results in us being tied with four and a half to go in the first quarter at three. Uh, the Bengals will have it at their own 20-yard line after a short kick return. McManus's kick is good from the four, from from 47, and the Broncos have a 10-nothing lead. Danny Broncos are nine and a half, and the total still 37 and a half. Yeah, it's uh, well. Here's the thing, I guess. <laughs> as much crap as I've been giving Derek Carr and this Raiders team, it doesn't mean that they can't at least keep it close and give themselves a shot toward the end of the game. It's just never going to come to fruition that they get that game winning drive. So if you kind of lean toward Las Vegas, he didn't get why some of the sharper attention was going toward Denver pre flop. And you've been waiting for a better number. Perhaps now is your chance getting them at plus eight and a half minus one fifteen because like Dustin was saying, I mean, the Raiders do have this offensive talent. It just hasn't clicked on a constant basis for whatever reason. Blame it on McDaniels. Blame it on Derek Carr. All right. Well, you know, now in almost desperation mode because of how good of a defense Denver has, you would assume they're going to take these longer shots, which should easily get them a touchdown and back within three. And then you're not going to get this better line. I'm not saying it that I'm going to do it because, again, I'm sweating out Denver. But objectively speaking, if you kind of lean toward Las Vegas before the game, now is probably your chance to jump in on them. Uh, if, again, if you feel comfortable enough trusting the Raiders with your financials. Godspeed. If you do that, that's my reaction. Uh, I mean, look, I did, I, guys, I did just get down while, while you guys were talking. I, I took uh, the under 37 and a half. I don't know if it's going to get, I think it's just going to keep creeping down from here on out. Uh, I don't believe in either of these offenses. And you just know you're not having a good betting day when you have three different bets on Raiders at Broncos. You just know it's not a good day. You're just doing everything wrong. I mean, Dustin, again, trying Dustin, to make things happen when there's nothing there. Dustin, we're talking about this is what has happened today in the league. You had two, only two teams have scored more than 27 points, which was Buffalo. Okay, that's expected. Right now, and we'll have to, I'll have to check this when we have Vinny Maliul in with us in a minute. The highest scoring team in the National Football League today is currently the Detroit Lions and the Buffalo Bills, both at 31. Right now, everyone else, New Orleans at 27. 
We had a game that was 3-3 until the final 15 seconds and then basically a walk-off punt return. Another game was 13-3. Another game was over in five seconds with Houston and Washington. It's been a weird day in the NFL. By the way, Dallas touchdown. They're on the board. It's now 10-3. Dustin, who scored the touchdown uh, while I was talking? Zeke. Wow. I believe it was Ezekiel Elliott. First game back from injury. They find him in the red zone, punches it in for Dallas. So there you go. Letting them eat. 10-3. Dallas in front. Five and a half right now on the line. Cowboys uh, favorite in that one. 51 and a half is your live total. So up three from the pre-flop total as we roll along. Raiders getting it back. Bengals getting it back. We'll keep you updated. We'll uh, check in with Dustin and Danny in a little bit, but the Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo, joins us next. It's been a funky day of games. We'll see how the books are doing today, and we'll get that from Vinny when we come back on the other side. Live bet Sunday at the South Point. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.